What's up guys, it's Bailey from Horsepower and Pizza. Sticking with the cold pizza old news theme, this episode, Booker and I discussed the new Porsche Cayman GT4 RS, the specs on the car, some of its competitors, and when we inevitably get bored with that topic, we switch over and talk about my sketchy cart project. If you're not familiar with the sketchy cart, it is a Power Wheels that I am building a tube chassis for and sticking a KTM two-stroke dirt bike engine in. I told you all we were going to stay consistent with this, and I think Wednesday nights are going to be the nights that the shows get released on iTunes, Spotify, and Amazon. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the show. I like my piece of cold and my women colder. Yeah, she too stubborn or I would have told her. And every time I'm with my buddies, yeah, we never sober. <laughs> Wake up feeling 10 years older. It's the Cold Pizza Podcast. We're going to start there. Welcome back to the Cold Pizza Podcast, hosted by Horsepower and Pizza. My name is Bailey. I own Horsepower and Pizza and Pizza Boy Metalworks. I am joined again with my friend, Mr. Booker. I'm going to make Booker talk a little bit more earlier in this show, because last week... It, uh, I don't know, I had a blast. I don't oh, know yeah, about it you. It was a good time. Good. A lot of fun. Yeah, um, I want to stay consistent with this now. We've been having a good time with this. Plan to have more guests on. Super busy the last year, both of us, as we spoke about last week. But definitely going to keep it going, especially coming into winter. We have a lot of YouTube videos coming up. Trying to stay consistent with TikTok as well. Last week, we planned to work on the E36 it's uh i guess it's our car it's my car our car i don't know it's it's a i like to think of like i adopted it yeah it's partially that car wanted to fucking die like let's be honest this car i said this on twitter today this car uncle with the car yes you are the funkle with the car (laughs) this car did not want to be saved we're not going to get super into the e36 on this one this car did not want to be saved, I promise you, because we got it for 350 bucks, and it has fought us every step of the way. Last weekend, we wanted to put the new clutch in it and put the car back in the trailer for the winter, right? Yep, they never sent us a flywheel. Update on that, got everything sorted out Monday night, shipped it back Tuesday, shipped the clutch disc and the pressure plate and everything else that they did send me back on Tuesday. They sent out a new one. Today is Friday that we're recording this. It was supposed to be here today. It's going to be here in the morning now. Well, Booker was available tonight, so now we're doing a podcast instead of working on the car. It's all good. We're going to do a podcast anyway, probably, but here we are. Cooling system came in today. That I ordered July 21st. Today is December 3rd? Yes. Right? Yep. So that only took a little while. Um... Again, please don't take out your frustration with the supply chain on the customer service departments of these motorsports manufacturing companies. Um, I will say now, I bought that from Chase Bays. I am very impressed with the quality of it. I am very impressed with their customer service department from the little bit of interaction that I had with them just asking where my order was back in October. Just Just wanted to check up on where it was. But even prior to ordering from them, I had a few questions with what I needed to order for my application on their website. I'm not sponsored by them in any way, shape, or form. I'd love to collab with them on something moving forward. I have nothing but great things to say about their products, their customer service system, or their customer service department. They're a great company. Um, Try to spread the wealth a little bit. 
I don't know, the last couple of these shows, I didn't check the analytics from last week's episode, yeah. but the last one that I did like a year ago with Gavin was like the most listened to podcast I've ever done. Really? And that was the only one that Gavin was ever on. Like, I don't know. So it seems like it's kind of starting to catch traction. So yeah. if you're listening, if you have a drift car or a track car and you need cooling system components or clutch system components and you're looking to go aftermarket, Check out Chase Bays. They do a lot of BMW stuff. I think they do a lot of Nissan and Toyota and stuff like that. I didn't really look because I have a BMW that I drift and, well, we're going to drift. So, I don't know. That's my spiel for uh, Chase Bays for today. Let me catch my breath here. Jeez. You're not even watching Cops. No, I'm not watching Cops. Damn. Uh, why am I out of breath? I ate two slices of pizza. I should not be the one that's out of breath. We're not going to talk We're about that. We're not going to talk about this. Booker House. No, what? No. I need to... I got to throw you under the bus here. Dude, Booker I and I bought two since... pizzas. Oh. To be fair, I ate three slices before you even came. Oh. Okay. So now you don't look like as much of a shit. No, no, no. Because no, I was like, oh, that's why I checked my time. Not that I was, you know, trying to rush our time together, but I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it's been like seven, eight hours since I've eaten. Like, that's this is why I'm so hungry. Baker housed an entire pizza by no, himself I, before we... Seven-eighths of a pizza. <laughs> okay, Baker ate seven <laughs> slices of pizza before we started this. And he's sitting on my office couch with the two pizzas. As he slides them down. Okay. Yeah. You better put that sound in. <laughs> like I already said in the intro, we are going to stick with the cold pizza, old news. The Porsche 718 Cayman GT4 RS. That's a mouthful. It is. This car is great. Yeah. This car is going to be sick. I don't want to talk for any of my friends that are not here. Somebody in my friend group, at least one, maybe two people in my friend group are going to end up with these cars. I am very, very excited. They're more excited because it's going to be theirs. But the great part about having friends that have cool shit is that you get to experience all sorts of cool shit. <laughs> so basically, Porsche took the 718 gt4 and shoehorned the four liter well i guess the gt4 already has a four liter in it but they shoehorned the gt3 four liter from the gt3 cup car and the 992 gt3 makes 493 horsepower max power is at 8400 rpm red lines at 9000 rpm just Quick specs, 23 seconds faster around the Nürburgring than the standard GT4. Comes with Porsche's 7-speed PDK, which is their dual clutch. Uh, Not going to lie to you, probably the best dual clutch I've ever experienced. Fast, smooth, works. Mm -hmm. It's all you can really ask for. Yeah, exactly. It's all you can really ask for. I actually have notes on it. Blair would be so proud of me because Blair always shows up to a podcast with notes. And I'm always like, nope, fuck it, we're going to show up and wing it. It's like high school and college all yeah. over again. Yeah, you're like, oh, did you take notes? Yes, I have like four things written. I like, had... They're still written. I it had counts. seven seven sticky notes counts. That's a lot more notes than I ever took in Open three years of high school. Yeah. So this car, I don't know, the video I watched said the Porsche carbon ceramic brakes... 
course, you guys know them as PCCBs. It's the acronym for that. It's good, really? right? PCCBs. The video I watched, the guy said they came standard. Well, I wanted to get numbers on things, so I opened the Porsche website and went to the configurator. It made me upcharge that for the $8,000 that the PCCBs are. This car starts at $141,700. Um, again, little specs, 3.2 seconds, 0 to 60. Nobody cares. 11.3 seconds, quarter mile. Again, I don't really care about quarter mile times or zero to sixty not times. Not for a car like this. No, this car is not. This car is not meant to drive in a straight line. The they're all fast with launch control. Three point two seconds, zero to sixty. Yeah, that's cool. I guess nobody buys a car to see how fast they can beat it within an inch of its life to get times. Yeah. Matt Farah talks about on the smoking tire how hard they're actually beating cars. I think. He and Jason Camisa were talking about how hard, like, when journalists get cars and when they do all the testing and everything, it's like the car is beat within an inch of its life to get these numbers that nobody cares about. Right. It's more just bragging rights between competitors. Yeah, but now Porsche's making electric cars, Rivian's making electric cars. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess Rivian's making electric trucks. Tesla is the big one in the industry. Mm -hmm. Plaid is batshit fat. I think it did, like, a... 9.2 second quarter mile yeah straight out of the box the instant torque and the acceleration is ridiculous so i mean you're not gonna have i could be wrong there's not gonna be a production car that comes out that is an internal combustion engine that is going to out accelerate an electric car yeah i'm sorry it's not but it's damn sure fun to try it, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, they come with Michelin Cup 2 tires. They're 35 kilograms lighter than a GT4, like a normal GT4. Y-Sock package. The Y-Sock package makes me laugh with this one, kind of. You got to get that to get the carbon hood and all the cool carbon bits and whatever. When I was playing around with the configurator, I think I still have it open here, you can get... Standard colors, $0 option colors. It's showing white, black, guards red, and racing yellow. Now, racing yellow is hot. And then special colors, it's showing Carrera white metallic. Hot. That's Chance's favorite white. That's the white that he got his BMW S1000RR, his street bike. That's the color that that's painted. GT silver metallic, can't go wrong. Gentian blue metallic, that's the color that Sean's 718 gt4 is painted and then arctic gray pretty cool and shark blue they're all 3540 dollars so then you click the paint the sample thing now porsche is known for this paint the sample program basically you give porsche a lot of money porsche paints you a car whatever the fuck color you want now there's a whole list they got to be approved and whatever else as long as it's on the list they'll paint it they don't give a fuck just give them the money now, that's a $12,830 option, or so you think. So then you click that. Now, remember, this car starts at $141,700. I'm going to give you all the like the specs and like the options and shit, and Booker's going to give you the competitors and some other cool things about it. We each did our own research. I don't know what Booker's going to tell you, but it's going to be good. Me either. 
All right. And hopefully it's good. And hopefully it's good. <laughs> so this car starts at 141.7. I click paint the sample, which, like I said, $12,830. So 13 grand, call it what it is. For you to get the paint the sample, you have to click the Wysock package, which is $13,250. So that's all well and good, but paint the sample and Wysock together, that's like 24 seven. So you're at 25 grand in options right there. Well, if you want the magnesium wheels, now they're cool, they're 20 inch, they're forged magnesium wheels. That's another $15,640. Well, that's cool, but you also need the Wysock package to even order this. So to do that, you got to pay the 16 grand for the wheels yep. and another 13 grand for the Wysock package. So there's 30 grand between those two options. Yep. Wysock package is cool. Um, now, the other thing, sorry, not to cut into no, you. No, go, go um, ahead. But uh, the article I was reading was talking about the Wysock package and there's actually a package that, um, it's a, it's a Euro spec package that we're of course not going to get here. It's a club sport package um, with the roll cage added. Okay. Yeah, the roll cage won't pass U.S. safety spec. Right. Because I forget, I think it's the GT3 RS from, I think it was the 991.1. They would sell you the cage, but they would not install it. Yeah. So, like, you'll see 991.1 RS is rolling around mm -hmm. with cages in them. They will sell you the cage. I forget, Blair, I wish Blair was here because Blair's, no, really yeah. good at knowing all of those things. Booker has not had the winter edition Red Bull yet. It's pomegranate this year. So I grabbed one of those at the grocery store when we went to grab drinks. He's going to crack that now. He's going to give you a comprehensive review on what he thinks. And then I'm going to tell you what the Wysock package includes. Take it away, Mr. Booker. This is pomegranate. It vitalizes my body and mind. Just oh, yeah? keep that in mind. So we'll, we'll crack her open and... Give her a good go. It's not bad. A little tangy. It's delicious. It tastes I like a pomegranate, though. Yeah, but it's like vitalizing my body and mind at the same time. So it's freaking awesome. Do you get that from a pomegranate? Didn't think so. It is pretty good. It's tangy and delicious. Tangy and delicious. Okay, so... The so, Wysock package. <laughs> so now we're back with the Wysock package. You get the exposed carbon fiber front trunk lid. You get exposed carbon fiber air intakes and air blade behind the driver and passenger windows. Now, I don't remember them doing that with any other RS car before, so I actually think that's really cool. Yeah. Exposed carbon... Fiber exterior mirrors, exposed carbon fiber rear wing, Porsche logo on top of the rear windshield in dark silver, titanium tailpipes in a 935 look. 935 was like the slant nose race car from like the 70s or 80s. Now in the interior, you get exposed carbon fiber airbox and air intakes with the GT4 RS logo in silver, the upper section of the dashboard in race techs, which is a material of some sort because when you choose the Wysock package, it makes you choose a different interior option. It's also race techs. Hmm. And then dashboard trim with Wysock package logo and headrests embroidered with the Wysock package logo. Yes. So that is $13,250. Again, 
You need to also select this package if you choose to go PTS, which is paint to sample for those of you who don't know all the Porsche acronyms. And you also need to choose the YSOC package if you want the magnesium forged wheels, which will run you another $15,640. Which I did read the, the magnesium wheels are actually available in deep sea blue finish to match the titanium, titanium exhaust. That's actually really neat. That's the video that I watched. That's the wheels that he had on his press car. They were okay. blue. It was cool. it was cool because it was an Arctic gray car and the oh, that, the blue yeah. of the wheels. It was uh, it was different. It's not necessarily something. Yeah, like that. That one. Okay. It's not necessarily something that I. I don't know. I don't hate it. Yeah. But now I'm clicking between the. $0 option forged <laughs> aluminum wheels and the $15,640 wheels. And I like the aluminum wheels better. I like the look of the aluminum wheels better. Yeah. But I don't know. That's just me. Okay. So I went through the configurator. You can configure everything. Like you can choose seatbelt color. You can choose stitching. You can choose. That's pretty cool. How many manufacturers do that? You can literally choose everything because there was a GT3 RS in Pittsburgh that was specced that was GT silver, but the little headlight washers or whatever they were, he specced those in red. Like you can go through and like the most, the minor, the little detailed things, you can choose what color to be painted. And, and that's interesting, especially like looking through to see. <coughs> it's hard to find competitors for this car. Of the ones that I've seen, I don't think a single one of them you can customize like that. Well, that's... They're also much cheaper. Right, but, but Porsche, that's that's something that... There's a running joke in the automotive world that, like, the cars and coffee guys, mm -hmm. there's people that drive their cars, and then the Porsche people like to just stand around and talk about how much they paid for the <laughs> stupid little options. Yeah. I'm a firm believer that all BMW people are Porsche people, and if they're not, they just haven't experienced a Porsche or the right Porsche yet, because I have been a BMW kid for years, mm -hmm. since high school. And then, of course, I mean, I had driven, like, boxers and, like, stupid, like, low-end shit. Right. And then Spencer and Antonio and Sean has a GT4 now. They kind of ruined me with... Hey, here's good cars. Yeah, I'll never be the same. Now, like, I don't know. It sounds stupid. So to get a paint to sample car, you are looking at a minimum of a six-month lead time, which, I mean, if you're ordering a car, you're going to have some lead time, but six months is six months. Yeah. If you're ordering something like if you this, have that you're, not, money to you're not in a hurry that, to no. get it. Front axle lift is $3,000 option. The Porsche Dynamic lighting system the headlights with like the four little leds in them mm -hmm. they're sweet that's another two thousand dollar option so the car that i have specced here it's paint the sample y sock mag wheels axle lift the headlights you want to take a guess at where that came in at it started at 142 roughly easily what buck 80 just over 200 grand two hundred thousand six hundred sixty dollars and that's not even me playing with all the stupid little, I think that had yellow seat belts and like a couple other small options, the chrono package that puts the clock, the analog, like yeah. stupid little things like that. 
still just over 200 grand and it's not i say it's not hard to get up over 200 grand but well with that many options well when the options are fifteen thousand dollars here and thirteen thousand dollars there and another thirteen thousand dollars for paint like yeah it's not hard to get up over that um i don't know i i'm interested to see what it run on the nurburgring long track 709 Mm -hmm. that's quick yeah i hope one of my friends buys one of these like soon because i want to experience it because Sean's GT4, just the normal 718 GT4, is sweet. Sean doesn't like the GT3. Sean doesn't like the 911 chassis. He says it feels big. Um, I don't want to speak for him because he's not here. I'm coming to Pittsburgh in two weeks, so we'll do a podcast while I'm out there. Hopefully, that's the perfect time to plug our favorite supporter, Barnes Brothers Motorcycles and Off-Road. 589 West Pike Street, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. 15317. You're looking around the room like I'm reading that from somewhere. Uh, yeah. I have that memorized. They sell Suzuki, Kawasaki, Yamaha, KTM, and Polaris. Call them. Blake, Liam, Brad, the other Brad, Aaron. Um, Frank is in parts now. I used to be Caleb in parts. Now, I mean, Frank was always there when Caleb was there, but Frank is my homie. Everybody at Barnes is great. Hit up Barnes. They're located south of Pittsburgh. They will get you into your new power sports equipment. They will get you into any gear, any parts that you need. The Barnes family is great. They are huge supporters of horsepower and pizza, and I can't thank them enough for that. Helped us out with the parts for the sketchy cart. Oh, that's another topic. That's a topic for another day, maybe. Mm. Maybe the end of this one. Not sure. Look up Uh, Barnes Brothers Motorcycles and Off-Road. Again, Cannonsburg. They're great. P.A. Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. Yes, there's just south of Pittsburgh. Yeah, so cool. If you're in the West Virginia area or just over the Ohio line, yeah, come by from them because they're close enough to you. And now back to Booker with the weather. So Bailey had kind of taken over what the specs of the GT4 RS were, and I was kind of going along to see kind of who its direct competitors were. Because I did not know. Um, it's a little hard to find direct competitors for the F- GT4 RS itself. Um, the biggest one I found was the Corvette Z06. Really? Yes. Which I told you you'd be surprised at some of these. Yeah. So, so being that it was so hard to find stuff on the GT4 RS specifically, I then also looked to see the GT4 itself, which competitors it would fall into. Because the GT4 RS is just the upgraded, better version of that car. Right. So... We'll start off with the the Z06. That's probably, in my opinion, the biggest hitter of this list. But I'll just go down the list and you and I can just chat about what we think. For sure. Um, So the Z06. uh, Next we have the BMW M2. That doesn't really surprise me. But at the same time, I feel like the RS is going to outperform the M2 in every way, shape, or form. But go off king. there, There were a couple of these that I was like, yeah, it's kind of a stretch. But just the, the, I love BMW. Don't get me wrong. I was that the M2 or the M2 competition. All all it told me was the M2, M2. from all the research. Well, I the did. M2, not to go on a huge tangent, the M2 has the same motor that my car has. The M2 is an N55. Yeah. The M2 Comp has the S55 out of the M3 and the M4. Gotcha. Um, which is three, probably a better competitor. It's yeah. It's a three liter. N55 is 
three liter single twin scroll turbo, whereas the S fifty S fifty five is a three liter inline six that is twin turbo. And I mean, there's different things. Sam Kalazi could tell you all the differences because Sam went from an N fifty five M two thirty five I to an M four. So yeah. Sam knows all the research and everything. <laughs> yeah, Sam has lived it. Um, um, yeah, I don't want to get on a tangent. I just feel like the N55, I mean, the N55 in the M2 probably makes 300 and... Makes 300 and some horsepower. 444. Really? That's what it's telling me, yeah. M2 or M2 Comp? M2 CS. Oh, that's an M2 CS. That's different yet. Sorry. Okay. That changes everything because I don't know shit about the MTCS. Yeah, uh, inline six. Um, I mean, I think that's still an S fifty five. It's just got more shit done to it. Lighter car. Uh, yeah. Red line's a lot lower. It's seventy five hundred. Then the. It's GT4 lower than the GT four RS for sure because yeah. that red line's at nine. Yeah. Um. um now uh, this this article is also comparing the. Uh, I believe it was the older GT4 because it still offered a six-speed manual, which... Right. Sean's is six-speed manual. All of the RS cars are always PDK, right. at least in the last several generations. Yeah. Um, now, some of the other competitors, this one they said was kind of a stretch because in order to make it super competitive, you had to option it out. Though, if you option out the GT4 RS, you're pretty much up there, so I guess it is pretty uh, comparable as the Audi R8. Um, next was the Lotus Evora 400. I have not driven one of those. Me either. Have a few friends that have say it's the greatest. Antonio has driven one. He loves it. Yeah. He said it's like a go-kart. Yeah. Which uh, a lot of these smaller mid-engine cars are like go-karts. Yeah. Yeah. This, um, this article that had met, uh, mentioned it had nothing but phenomenal things to say about it. Now, Again, these are competitors, and I, we can get into pricing here in a little bit, but nothing is even close to how expensive the, the Porsche is. Right. Spec-wise and performance-wise, they're some a little bit better in certain areas. I mean, nothing that you have listed is even really close to the base price of the yeah. 4R. No, no, not at all. Um, and the, the last three that I have here aren't either. Um, the next one is the Mustang GT 350R. It's a good car. Good car. Um, the BMW Z4M was listed. They're sweet cars. And last but not least is the Nissan 370Z Nismo. Which I feel like they're kind of scraping the bottom that's, of the barrel. That's right scraping the bottom of the barrel <laughs> for a comparison. You're yeah. going to compare yeah. a 370Z, you said? Three, 370Z Nismo. 370Z Nismo to $140,000 space price RS car. Yeah. I think this article, I feel like they were basically just comparing price and horsepower. But it gave me some competitors that I probably wouldn't have thought of myself, which is why I kind of wanted to at least mention them. And it also gives us some good stuff to talk about. Right. I mean, I don't know. I've never driven a... Me either. I've um, never driven a Z, or I've never driven a Nissan. No. So, but based on this article, literally just gives a price and a horsepower rating. Uh, it makes three hundred and fifty horsepower, and it costs twenty five thousand dollars. 
Which I mean, for Starting. what it for what it is, I feel like that's that's a pretty good deal. I don't know. It's, right, but it all depends on what you want to get into. Because like, there's people always buy Z's and then end up drifting them. Mm-hmm. You don't see too many people track them. No. Like I mean, one eighties and two forties are the drift king cars. Three fifty Z's, and now you're even starting to see three seventies pop up. That's not no I and, I don't and that see and that. the Z four M I don't I feel like both of those are a little bit of a stretch. I agree. I love the Z four M personally, like yeah. because I'm a BMW fanboy. I guess you could say, right. but it's this is a track focused like the Z O six. Okay, yeah. like I yeah. I I get the Z O six. Everything else on this list, I a hundred percent agree with. Those two, I figured I'd mention them just because I had found them. Yeah, I mean, I but, I can appreciate the... I, I just don't see... I don't know, because nobody that's looking at a... <laughs> let me put it this way. Nobody that if, can if somebody No, RS. nobody that's going in to the Porsche dealer and saying, hey, let me order a GT4 RS. And I don't know how this works, if it's an allocation-based thing like the rest of the RS cars always are, or how it goes. Yeah. But... If you're going into Porsche and saying, hey, let me order a GT4 RS, and they say, oh, sorry, we sold our allocations, you're not going to go, oh, shit, sorry, fuck it, I'm going to go buy a 370Z. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, no. that's not what you're going to do. No. You're going to go out and buy a C8. And... You're, yeah. <laughs> you're either going to go buy a C8 off the lot, yeah, or you're going to go order something else. else. Yeah, I, I know. know. That... I feel like that's a stretch. The Z4M yeah. at this point, that's old. Like that's yeah, that's really the, old. I like the comparison of the M2 CS. I like the Z06. Did it say what generation Z06? C8. C8? Mm-hmm. I and, like that. And literally everything up until the up until these last two, and I even have question marks next to them because I'm like, why? <laughs> well, and the Avora 400 is a great car too. And yeah. Fucking Lotus has put Toyota motors in them, so and, they're like and the super. Three fifty Rs are ridiculous. Oh, I forgot you said that too. Yeah, they're they're wild track purpose. Is that the one that came with the five two flat plane in it? Yes. Yeah, they scream. Yeah, the Voodoo engine. They scream. Which, not to get off topic, but allegedly the new ZR one is going to have Z O six. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was the ZR one. Z O six has flat plane crank. Sounds like a four five eight. It literally sounds like a Ferrari, which I just watched something with Jay Leno the other night on, I think it was on TikTok. He said, they're knocking it out of the park with the C8 and the C8 Z06 he was specifically talking about because they're offering like $270,000, $300,000 value of a car Mm -hmm. that you're getting with all these European brands for... I don't know what the I think the figures base, are. The base the, price that I had seen, base price on a Z06. They're probably I think they're ninety something. I or, was gonna say the price I had seen was ninety, but I can't yeah, remember. I think the, the base price is just under a hundred grand. So you're getting the same. Now we'll see if GM can hold up their end of the bargain because there were the first C8s that GM was putting out. I don't want to say what dealer they were at, but they were a dealer in Pennsylvania. They had two of them back in for warranty motor replacement. I One of them dropped a valve with 
52 miles on it or something like that. And the other one spun a bearing with like delivery miles on it. Yeah. Delivery miles and yeah. it spun a bearing. Now they did mention, I, I almost forgot to, I forgot to write them down, but I figured I'd at least mention them not to get off topic, but I, I have the article up here that was comparing the, the C8 Z06 to the, um, GT4 RS. But it does mention mid other mid-engine exotics. Uh, they had mentioned the McLaren GT, the Uricon, and the MC20 from Maserati. As other, basically, six-figure price tag cars to compare them to <laughs> is more or less what it calls I won't it. argue with any of those except Maserati only builds dumpster fires. Yeah. And I'll die on that hill. Yeah. Um... I mean, they're nice Chryslers. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, Ghibli's a Chrysler 300. You just paid six times what you should have for it. Yeah, and they sound like crap. Yep. <laughs> Speaking of the C8 Z86, did you watch any of like, the press release, like mm-hmm. the video or whatever when no. it first came out? They filmed a lot of it in Pittsburgh. It was pretty cool. Like all the bridges and the city and shit. It was really cool. That's cool. So, I mean, shout out Pittsburgh. Love that fucking town more than anything. I spend more time there now than I did when I lived there, which is kind of funny. But uh, yeah, what a great city. So of these options, the most information I could find was basically the Z06 as far as tech specs comparing everything, weight, power, all that good stuff. And the Z06 makes an ass load more power than the Porsche does. But everything else is pretty well comparable. Um, power to weight, Porsche is much better. Because the Z06 weighs a crap ton. Well, that's my... Um, I was going to bring that up. I haven't driven a C8. Especially, I feel like the Z06 is going to be a better handling car. Because they always are. Right. But I feel like maybe I'm just overthinking it. Maybe I have some leg to stand on. I still think 4RS would run laps around it as far as... Maybe not laps around it, but I feel like the 4RS is going to handle better. And let me look it's that up. It's a smaller up. car. Let me look that up because I'm curious. Like, it's giving, you know, <coughs> 0 to 60, quarter mile, all that crap. But, like, I'm curious what its uh, ring time was. I don't think they released one yet. We can look. With the Z07 it achieving 712. 712. So, so, a couple seconds slower. Three seconds slower. Yes. Which is still... It's, that's, it's slower. That's but, on pace with... Okay, no, I'm thinking the wrong way. Yeah, so the C8 Z06 is roughly seven seconds slower than the GT3 around the ring, and then four, three, four seconds slower than the... That's still respectable, though. Like, just over seven minutes is it's hauling ass. It's respectable, and compare costs. So you have a car, yeah, okay, it's, it's a little bit slower, but how much money are you saving buying that car? Just to play devil's advocate. Well, that's, yeah, you're saving, we'll call it what it is, you're saving f- at least 50 grand. Yeah. Because the... That you could go buy the the, the 370Z with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and a trailer. Yeah. Um, No, because, I mean, you look at the one that I, the GT4 RS that I spec'd, I only threw a couple options at it. Now, would I purchase the mag wheels if I was actually ordering one? Probably not. Call mine what it is. It's 185 grand. That's two... C8 Z06s. Yeah. At base price without dealer markup. Because right. you know there's going to be dealer markup. And that that needs to be said too, is with Porsche, how many of these cars are going to get... Now they're making them for, I think Antonio said like two and a half years. 
So they're going to make more of them. People that want them are going to get them, which is cool. Yeah, I don't think they're limiting production on it. That's good because that's going to stop the resellers from buying. Dude, there were, when the GT2 RSs came out the other year, no bullshit. There were cars selling for seven figures. There were people buying them, not putting any miles on them, and selling them for 1.2 all day long. And I don't know what they're down to now, but I know they're down below seven figures. That's the game that you play when everybody wants to be the first one to have it. But if you don't get an allocation and somebody else does, you can make a quick 500 grand, 700 grand, whatever... Now, I find it hard to believe that any of them got their allocation at sticker price, but that's a story for another day. Anything else? Nope. Y'all want to talk about sketchy cart shit? Sounds sketchy. Sounds sketchy. Let's keep it sketchy. There's a whole box of parts over there to your right. There's a radiator. There's a brake rotor. That's a door. There's, There's very rare times where I start a project that doesn't involve Booker. Now, this is a project that I don't even think you've touched it. Have you even seen it? No, you won't let me look at it, and you won't let me touch it. Well, it's not here, for one, but there's See? there's parts all over. There's an engine sitting in front of my desk. Yeah. There's steering knuckles and front wheels and a steering rack on the floor. There's a rad. There's a brake rotor over there. I think everything else is at work. Now, there's a YouTube channel that I like to watch, and they are called Grind Hard Plumbing Company. They're not actually a plumbing company. They're not a plumbing company. They are not Mario and Luigi, the Italian plumbers from Nintendo. They are Ethan and Edwin, I think their names are. And they live in Idaho. Like the middle of nowhere, Idaho. Yes, like they have a zip line, and they have like these cool treehouse things. They don't live in the treehouses, but like... They have some really cool shit on their property. Oh, yeah. But they build batshit big boy toys. That's not yeah. really... Little... They have over a million big... subs. Yeah. They take power wheels like Barbie Jeeps and things of that nature. Yeah. And they build tube chassis for them. Yeah. Most of them have full suspension. Most of them. Mine does not. Mine has no amount of suspension. It rides like a brick. And that's, their early ones did. Yes. Their uh, Mustang and Camaro did. Yes. Um, I think the Camaro had mountain bike air shocks on it, actually. Really? Yeah. Because I looked into doing that, and then I was like, ah, maybe on the next one. Because <laughs> it's, no, oh, really? you can get them on Amazon for like 60 bucks a piece. So oh, I'm okay. still in it like 240 bucks if I need four of them. But right. back to the sketchy cart. Okay, so they take... These, my sketchy cart is based off of something I saw on their channel, but I have no guidance and no plans to go on. So we're literally engineering this bitch on Red Bull and Vibes. Like, caffeine and Vibes, 100%. I have no plans to go off of other than, oh, this will probably work. They take these power wheels, they build tube chassis for them, and then they put dirt bike engines in them, or four-wheeler engines, or... Do that any amount of engine general or whatever they call it that they have a 990 cc ktm oh is that the the green one the green one they call that um colonel sanders colonel colonel sanders colonel sanders that thing is ridiculous. colonel sanders said i'm too drunk to taste this chicken <laughs> <laughs> um i need more iced tea they build this cool shit 
and they make good videos. Well, I also build cool shit, and I make okay, mediocre good. videos. But you know, sometimes you gotta take a chance. So the chance that we took was my parents' friend's kid has a high school graduation party. Ron shows up later than my mom and I showed up. He goes, hey, there's a white BMW Power Wheels on somebody's trash right down the road. Now, for those of you that don't follow on Instagram, you probably should. The E36 that Booker and I speak of is a white BMW. It is. So my dad knows that I watched Grindhard, Reckless Ron, we call him. Ron goes, Uncle Ron. Booker, yeah. Booker started working with Ron, and they thought that Booker was Ron's nephew because Ron refers to himself as Uncle Ron, apparently. <laughs> Which, okay. Okay, he did once, but I think that's... That's, that's all that it takes. Yeah, yeah. So Ron goes, there's the white BMW Power Wheels on somebody's trash like two blocks from here. So my mom left before we did, and I'm like, hey, if that white BMW Power Wheels is on somebody's trash, stop. Throw that bitch in the Highlander. So she stopped. And she threw that bitch in the Highlander. And so, now we have two shitty white BMWs. We do. Except I cut one of them apart with a Sawzall. <laughs> so the, the Power Wheels is sitting at work. Danny is helping DeVito. me build... Yeah, Danny DeVito. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes Doyle is helping me build a tube chassis for it. I bought a KTM 50SX Junior last summer from Colby's dad. And I was going to rip the motor out of it. I wanted a 50SX Junior because it doesn't have gears. It has a centrifugal clutch, like a snowmobile. So you don't have to worry about shifting. I didn't have to worry about putting in a clutch pedal or a lever or any of that. Building a shifter linkage so we could shift with the hand. Nothing. I just wanted throttle and brake. I can handle that. Well, I felt bad. I felt bad ripping the motor out of the bike. Because what was I going to do with the frame and the suspension and everything? It was a perfectly good little bike. Yeah. It did awesome burnouts. It, it did do awesome burnouts. Filled the garage with smoke. It was what great. What did you want it to get? Exactly. So I put it on Facebook Marketplace and sold it. <laughs> Turns out you can buy a clone engine from China on eBay. It's the same engine. Literally the same engine. I bought all sorts of KTM parts for that engine from Barnes Brothers Motorcycles and Off-Road located at 589 West Pike Street, Cannonsburg, Pennsylvania. And they all fit. It has FMF exhaust that I bought. It has all sorts of shit that I bought. That motor was like 500 bucks. I bought the motor. I bought a rear sprocket. I bought rear brakes for this cart, but they're actually front brakes from a Suzuki RM85. Um, blah, 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 blah. what else did I buy? I bought the radiator, which is a KTM radiator. Danny and I built a fuel tank, building a chassis for it. I built all of the steering knuckles and the spindles that the front hubs spin on. I've just bought go-kart hubs for it. Like, there's been a good mix of things I've bought and then things that I'm like, well, they don't make that, so I'm just going to design it myself and build it. So that's what we're in the process of now. The material came today to build the hub that the rear brake rotor will ride on. So I have to build the hub for that, and the material came for the front steering arms as well. I'm making everything billet. I'm machining it all myself. I designed it all myself. So far, so good. And I hope to have it done by the end of winter. So you can take it to Tail the Dragon. 
I do want to take it to Tale of the Dragon. Jury's still out as to whether or not that's a good idea, but I do want to take it to Tale of the Dragon just because I want pictures from Killboy. If things like this interest you, please follow along on TikTok and YouTube. There's a lot of videos to come out. I've been kind of keeping TikTok updated as I've been working on it, but YouTube, there's definitely videos to come. There's a lot of videos to come. I We filmed... I think we filmed two Subaru videos. We're in the middle of filming an E36 video. Julian is S52 swapping his E30 and he's been filming that. I bought a truck that we didn't film a video with yet. I bought a trailer that we haven't filmed a video with yet. Yeah, that's, that I forgot about. We gotta put a, we're gonna put a tire rack and all sorts of other stuff in that. So that's gonna be cool. There's a lot of things that are we have a legit booth set up for next year. I think we talked a little bit about that on the last podcast, yeah. but we went from, I said on Twitter last night, I said I'm not trying to flex at all, but our booth literally went from like a Walmart tent and a table with a couple t-shirts on it to, hey, look at all this cool shit that I bought because I have a 10 by 20 printed horsepower and pizza tent. We have a merch trailer. We have a drift car that's going to be done in time for show season. 435 is probably going to be done in time for show season. Sketchy cart. The other thing that I told you that I just bought that I haven't told anybody else about yet. Oh, that thing. That thing. <laughs> now that Badass. I had to mouth it across the room to Booker. That. I, I, sorry. And then we have the other other thing that nobody knows is coming yet. Oh, that thing. That thing. I got that one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good winter. Wow. If not, at least you'll be warm in the insulated garage. Yeah, if it's not going to be a good winter, I'm at least going to be warm while I'm miserable. <laughs> exactly. On top of all of the cool things that we're doing, there are new flags and new sweatshirts that have not been released on the website Dude, these yet. Com- these sweatshirts are comfy as heck. Glad to hear that. And the flag is not hung yet, but it looks awesome. Booker and Reckless Ron are the only ones that have sweatshirts so far. I've been wearing it in public. I hope you don't care. I don't care. Sick. I love it. It's actually like, it's good advertising, you know? I like it. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. My mom likes it. Does she? Kathy? I love Kathy. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, Like I said, we're going to try to stay as consistent as possible with these podcasts. Really enjoying this. I really enjoy making videos. I hope to get back to releasing videos as soon as possible um it's just been a very busy year so the ones that i have been filming i've kind of been keeping and we're gonna release them all consistent i'm gonna start doing one video a week again if julian can keep up with me maybe i'll do a video and julian will do a video and we'll have two videos a week i want to have him on he's got a lot to say and very very mature for 19 years old i don't want to give myself too much credit but he has the mindset that i have now at 19 and if i had the mindset that i have now at 19 i'd be a little further than i am currently i think yeah they'd probably all be broken but yeah so we'll try to get julian on here in the next couple weeks i want to get him to come out and help us with the e36 probably by the time we do suspension and brakes and all that happy fun things but yeah, we gotta make it look pretty for show season. yeah we do gotta make it look pretty for show season once again thank you guys so much for watching if you haven't already please go over show us some love on instagram at cold pizza podcast at horsepower pizza at pizza boy metalworks 
It's at Horsepower Pizza on all platforms, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Go show love. I appreciate you guys listening. Booker, do you have anything to say? Yeah, you people need to subscribe so you know when all the podcasts come out. Yeah. So you can listen to us, rant and stuff. Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, iTunes, whatever it used to be. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. There's a lot of... I love YouTube. I really do. And it's, it's a great platform, and I'm just trying to grow on all platforms possible. I appreciate you guys... Showing love on Instagram last week and reaching out, letting me know what you thought of the new episode that came out last week. And we hope to stay consistent with it. So once again, thanks for listening. We are signing off. Peace out and build it for you.